Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 6-12-2019, the semi-daily news that plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from GameSpot and written by Kevin Nezevic. Pokemon Sword and Shield have transferred limitations. Nintendo revealed a whole lot of new details about Pokemon Sword and Shield last week, but we also learned some new tidbits about the game during the Treehouse livestream that directly followed Nintendo's E3 2019 Direct. In particular, we learned more about how the recently announced Pokemon Home service will work with the Switch titles, and it appears there will be some limitations. During the Treehouse livestream, game producer Junichi Musada or Masa, Ma, Masuda revealed that not every precious or not every previous Pokemon will be transferable to Sword and Shield. Players will be able to transfer their Pokemon from Pokemon Home only if they appear in the Galore region Pokedex. Masuda said through an interpreter, what that means is that if a Pokemon isn't already obtained within Sword and Shield, you won't be able to transfer it over from Pokemon Home. Masuda acknowledged this is a change from how the previous Pokemon Cloud Service Pokemon Bank worked and explained the rationale behind this conversational decision. In previous games that worked with the Pokemon Bank Service, you were able to, for example, in Sun and Moon, bring over any Pokemon even if they weren't in the Alola Pokedex, Masuda said. But with the transition to the Nintendo Switch hardware being much more powerful and allowing us to be much more expressive with each of the individual Pokemon, at Game Freak, we really spent a lot of time thinking about what the best way to move forward was, really preserving the quality of all the different Pokemon while also taking into account the battle balance, having so many different Pokemon available, all within a limited development time so we don't keep fans waiting too long for every new entry in the series. And after a lot of discussion, we decided to come to a new direction. One of the new features in Sword and Shield that undoubtedly proved to be a hurdle in this regard was Dynamaxing, which can supersize a Pokemon for a limited time during battle. Given that there are more than 800 Pokemon in the series, Game Freak would have had to make new assets for hundreds of different uh, monsters to account for this feature. We also don't know yet how many Pokemon will be available in Sword and Shield. We've only gotten a glimpse uh, at a handful of them thus far, but we've already seen a number of fan favorites among them. Pokemon Sword and Shield launched for Nintendo Switch on November 15th. The games will be compatible with the Pokeball Plus accessory. This makes sense that the, the fact that they're not all in there is because of the whole assets thing. So, yeah. Second is from GameSpot and written by Kaylee Plague. I think it's that. Plaguey. Plaguey. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Why Game Freak wanted to make Pokemon huge. Just before E3 2019, the Pokemon Company introduced us to the new Dynamax mechanic in Pokemon Sword and Shield. When the Pokemon Dynamaxes, it grows to an incredible size, like building size and gains extra power and stronger moves. It also works similarly to Mega Evolution in that you can only use it once in a battle. Basically, Dynamaxing is the taking it up to 11 of Pokemon games. At E3 2019, GameSpot spoke to Sword and Shield creative director Shiguro Omori about the thought process behind Dynamaxing. As it turns out, a lot of it has to do with the Nintendo Switch as a new platform for core Pokemon games. These are the first in the main series to be on TVs, so going big with the Pokemon is a great way to show that off. Now on Nintendo Switch, we have more resolution to work with. Maybe you're playing on a big screen TV, Omari said. So the ability to see the difference in size of the Pokemon was a lot easier this time. It was something we wanted to challenge ourselves with this time. 
On top of that, there was a heartwarming reason to make sure every Pokemon has a chance to shine. Unlike with Mega Evolution, any Pokemon can be Dynamaxed. They don't need to hold a special item uh, even. Yes, this means you can battle with a giant Wooloo. One of my goals with Dynamax this time around is that any Pokemon can use it. So I wanted to have the ability to, for some Pokemon that didn't have their time in the spotlight, to be viable in battle as well this time, Omari said. That is the lamest excuse for one of the lamest features in a Pokemon game yet. Holy shit. Holy shit. And now, listen to the sweet and saucy ad from a a a a anchor Third is from GameSpot and written by Jeremy Winslow. Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC RE Mind releases this winter. After a couple of months on the market, Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally getting some DLC. Square Enix revealed ahead of its E3 2019 presentation. Titled RE Mind, the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC also got a release window. Fans can expect to play the expansion sometime this winter. The trailer revealed... The trailer reveal showcases new playable characters in the form of Aqua, Roxas, and Riku. Sora also gets a new Keyblade transformation thanks to the Oathkeeper. Further, the DLC's story seems to focus on a squabble within Organization 13 as Luxord and Zigbar questions who the other truly is. It all seems like typical Kingdom Hearts fanfare. That is the most Square Enix... Those last two sentences are like the most Square Enix things I've ever read in my life. Fourth is from GameSpot and written by Richard Wakeling. The Witcher 2 on Switch resolutions revealed. Rumors were already swirling prior to E3 2019, so it wasn't entirely surprising when Nintendo's E3 Direct presentation officially confirmed that the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition will be coming to Switch later this year. We've already seen footage of the port as part of Nintendo's Direct, and we're even privy to its most infamous image being rendered on Switch, thanks to CD Projekt Red's lead PR manager, Radek Grabowski. Now, the official Twitter account for the game has spilled the beans on some of the technical details concerning Geralt of Rivia's conversion to Nintendo's hybrid console. The Witcher 3 is an exhaustive open-world game that still looks incredibly incredible today. For years after its initial release, the fact that it's coming to Switch sounds like the work of some kind of Witcher magic. So compromising have been or compromises have been made to get it up and running as smoothly as possible on Nintendo's machine. When asked about the screen resolution on Twitter, the Witcher account replied that the game will run at 540p in handheld mode and 720p with dynamic resolution enabled while docked. Obviously, the visual fidelity isn't going to be quite as crisp as it is on other versions of the game, but that's an understandable price to pay for being able to play Witcher 3 while sitting on a bus. The Witcher Twitter account went on to answer more questions, including news that the Switch version will come on a 32GB cartridge, which includes everything from the base game to its two expansions and 16 additional pieces of DLC, no downloads required, and that it will not support cross-saves. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Completed Edition is being developed by Saber Interactive in close cooperation with CD Projekt Red and is due for release at some point in 2019. The compression to get that down to 32 gigs is insane, and the fact that there's nothing to actually download, it's all on a cartridge, is freaking crazy. Like, having The Witcher 3 on on switch is is a feat it's a marvel so uh enjoy playing that game guys and if you're one of those people complaining about the uh graphical fidelity of it uh stop crying you freaking nerd and that is the news for today thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on anchor the podcast app we use to record the show if you'd like to support the podcast and the listing, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and choose to sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. 
Find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or in the show notes for every show that we release. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.